Welcome to A Tad Bit Crunchy, a podcast about transforming your life using natural and holistic hacks. I'm Whitney Bean, wellness and life coach and mom of four. I'm curious and learning right alongside you. I believe we can achieve better health and balance and still be on time for soccer practice most of the time. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Um, If you aren't already following us, go ahead and look at A Tad Bit Crunchy on Instagram. Um, And if you're new to the show, go ahead, you can like jump back on some old episodes. You can check out the website, WhitneyBean.com. If you're interested, we have a membership open right now, WhitneyBean.com, and then click on the membership link at the top and it'll give you all the details. But basically it's a one-on-one program and a group coaching program combined. So we kind of have the the best of both worlds and we want to make sure that you are supported and whatever you're trying to create, whatever you're um, wondering what to create, uh, we want to be there for you. And um, I want to jump in wherever I can to help you on that process. So today we are talking about the brain. Um, I have talked a little bit about, I have been reading some books on the brain and so it's on my brain right now. (laughs) I'm excited to talk about it. So for today, what we're going to talk about is, um, you know, our, our brains are so amazing and they love to conserve energy, you know, whatever they can do to simplify and to streamline, they, that's what they do. Our brains are made to, um, to save that energy. And so today the, the thing we're going to talk about is, you know, we know that we all have habits, you know, we have habits where you wake up and then what do you do next? Or, um, when you come to a red light, what do you do? What do you do with your hands? What do you do with your eyes? You know, all these things are kind of ingrained in us. We have these habits that we do. And I think it's important to recognize that our brain also has habits. But the thing about the brain is that, you know, when your uh, kid gets home from school and they walk in the door and then what do they do next? Maybe they take off their shoes. Maybe they take off their backpack. Maybe they run for the snack closet. So they have a certain routine, ritual, those habits are kind of ingrained into their day, right? But with the brain, we're not always aware of those habits. You can't see them outright like you could watch your kid as they come home from school and perform their regular habits. So with our brain, we really have to kind of dig a little deeper. We have to get curious about what type of patterns are showing up. So specifically, um, we have the conscious brain and the subconscious brain. So we kind of have these two parts where we have kind of like the the stuff that we're aware of, the logical, um, the, the thoughts that we're aware of. And then we have so many processes and so many things that are going on behind the scenes that we're unaware of. And so we have the ability to become aware of some of those things by asking right questions, by asking great questions. And we, um, it's important to think about too, when we talk about these habits of the brain, it's not just that conscious brain that has habits. It's the subconscious brain as well, because the brain is conserving energy. So then the next question is, well, are they habits that I want to have? <laughs> and that's where we are kind of going to dig in today. Um, because we know that we can have great habits. We can have less desirable habits. We can have everything in between. And in order to create a life that is in alignment with your core values, 
one of the things we can do is to get that brain on board to make sure that the things that are going on inside the brain, all the amazing magic that goes on is in alignment with those core values. And in order to do that, we have to start to discover and see what kind of habits are already happening. And so a lot of those habits are from childhood. When we have a developing brain, when our brain is first starting to um, create thoughts and to pick up and to sense and to discover and to watch what's around us and observe, that's when we are starting to create habits. And then it kind of just compounds from there and it continues as we as we grow older. And so some of those habits might be exactly what we want, right? Like we want to make sure that when we're brushing our teeth, we don't have to think so hard about, you know, moving in a circular motion and how long do I brush my teeth and how do I put the toothpaste on? We want, you know, that's something that we don't want to think about very much, right? (laughs) We want to be present in the moment as we're doing that. But we, if we used all of our brain magic to think about every tiny little process there, we would be exhausted before we even started our day. And so we have all of these cool processes, things that the brain can do without us even thinking about it. And then we also have all of these decisions and um, there's just such a variety of things that our brain does every day. Here are five different attributes of our brain that I want to dive into a little deeper. So the first one is that the brain survives by habits. So in order to um, have enough energy for so many new things each day, our brain is seriously conserving energy wherever it can. And this is an amazing mechanism that our brain has developed over years and years. And it, I don't know how it has been created, but I am sure glad that I don't have to think too hard about every little item within my day. So the brain truly is wanting to survive and it's wanting to conserve that energy. And then by creating habits, which is number two, habits are saving energy. And so by creating those habits, then our brain gets to conserve energy because we are creating those neuro, those neuro connections, neurotransmitters, where we are, um, you know, able to make connections that we are unaware of. And so we conserve energy that way. So the next item is that it, Um, the habits are to simplify overall. And so sometimes we are cutting corners or sometimes we are um, following in the, the pattern of that habit without any consciousness or without any thought. And you can see where this would get you into danger, right? Where we are sometimes jumping from one thought to the next thought or one action to the next action without considering or without thinking if it's even something that we want to do or if it's something that we, um, that's in alignment with our core values. So we use a silly example here. So let's say that you decide that um, when you come home from driving your car, you are going to put your keys in a different place every single time you come home. And if you were to do that, what would the outcome be? Probably the next time you go to get in the car, you're searching for your keys or you're wondering, okay, this time, where did I put it? This actually sounds like an amazing brain exercise, but (laughs) you can see where this would probably get kind of old. If you are in a hurry, when you are, you know, also trying to get other people in the car, when you are multitasking, the last thing you want to do is to search your house um, for your keys, right? And so let's say then you say, okay, let's put the keys in the same place every time. And you decide to put them in the basement in the farthest corner from the garage. 
So that's not very efficient, right? It would be way more efficient to have the keys right by the garage, hanging on a hook, same place every time. So our brain does the same thing where it's like, hey, this system works, but could it be more efficient? And could it be more of a habit? Could it be even easier? And our brain is doing this constantly. And the thing is, is that a lot of our habits that our brain is picking up on are not necessarily, again, we've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. They're not always within your core values. They're not in alignment with your core values. And so you're taking these shortcuts. It's making it more efficient, but it's not necessarily it would be like putting the keys in the basement, right? Like, hey, they're going to go in the same place every time, every time, every time. Yet it's not really the best choice. It's not the best place to put it. So here's one of the real life examples that I'm going to give you. So let's take road rage. Okay. So how many of you have ever had an issue with getting upset with another car when you're driving. And so what kind of thoughts are going on in your head, right? They're not very kind, probably like it's like something negative about the other driver, how they don't know what they're doing, how they cut you off, how they must really, you know, something sarcastic, like they must really need to be somewhere more than I do. So think about the thoughts that go along with driving for you and, you know, just driving normal, like you might be just fine. But as soon as somebody takes an action that is on that track in your brain that goes, Oh, that's, that's it. That's the road rage. Or that's where I get, um, triggered. Then all of a sudden you have this pattern and you are kind of set into motion to have these different thoughts, these different emotions. You probably have tension in the body. You have probably have frustration within the body and they are all coming from that one little habitual habit that you have within your brain. They're coming from those thoughts, um, that we just mentioned. But then if you really think about it, like, do you really want to have road rage? Do you really want to be thinking those thoughts about that person? Do you really, while you're driving to your daughter's band concert, want to be feeling frustrated and upset? Or do you want to be connected with the family that's in the car? And do you want to be calm and within your body and be able to connect with what you're doing? So those are the little habits that we're talking about. And you can you can rearrange what's going on in your brain. We can change what's going on in your brain. But first, let's mention one other of these things that your brain is doing. So our habits are optional, but in order to access them, we have to first recognize the habit. So in the previous episode, we talked about how we have this conscious and subconscious brain and our um, subconscious brain is doing so much amazing work for us all the time. We're so grateful for it. But in order to access that information, we have to use our conscious brain to ask questions. So I think I said this in the previous podcast, but um, an example from, um, I believe it's the book Incognito uh, that I was referencing. They talk about how the brain doesn't always have the information on the forefront, but you can access the information. Like our brains are amazing at accessing and getting the answers to questions. So even right now, if I were to ask you the question, where in your mouth is your tongue positioned? You can probably answer that within a matter of seconds, right? It might be on the roof of your mouth. It might be on your teeth. You know exactly where in your mouth your tongue is and what it's doing, but you probably weren't thinking about it 30 seconds ago. So your brain, we ask that question and you can access that information almost immediately. 
So likewise, we have this subconscious brain that has all of this amazing information and all of these habits going on. And in order to access that information and watch for some of these habits, you have to first recognize and ask some questions about what's going on, which leads us into number five. Um, And actually number five is a question, so sorry. But my question for you then is how do you change the habit? So we know that we have these habits and then now what do we do with that information? So my first, um, my first word of advice is to begin to get curious with your thoughts, start noticing patterns. And this is where we get so judgmental. And so I would caution you that as you are watching your thoughts and noticing those patterns, be kind. Be kind. And just as if you were watching a movie or as if you were watching something on the TV and you're just watching those thoughts go by and try to refrain from judging those thoughts. So if you consistently have a thought when you walk by a mirror, for example, about something negative about your body or your image, instead of being like, man, I am so mean to myself. Um, I am just the worst. Why do I think these thoughts? I don't want to think them anymore. Instead, just start to notice that you're having those thoughts. Just notice and try to refrain from judging. So we are watching for that data. We're watching for the information. And right now that data is the thoughts and the thoughts are popping up and we're going to utilize that data and just gather it first. And so you can ask yourself, what is looming or something that keeps popping up in my head? And watch your thoughts and see what goes on. And so if I were to ask you that even right now, do you think of something or does something bubble to the top? Is there something that's looming right now in your head or throughout this day or throughout this week? And utilize that information. You can even write it down and notice that there is probably a pattern or a couple patterns or maybe three. So I know we talk, you know, we have all all of these habits, right? But what I'm going to focus on right now is just taking those ones that are bubbling to the top. Trust that your body, that your brain is going to notify you and send you some of those that you can work on first. So we have like countless habits, but we're only going to work on a handful at a time. We're only going to work on like one or two or three. And like I said, if you have some that are popping up, go ahead and write those down. So the example that I gave was, man, when I walk past a mirror, I tend to have this habit of thinking very negative thoughts about my own body or about myself. And if that's the case, go ahead and write that down or whatever else it is for you. If there's something that you're noticing, um, write that down. So then what do we do about it, right? So that first step would be try to refrain from judging your own thoughts. You don't need to think about where they came from or where they started or where you picked up that habit unless it's helpful to you. But for the, in the, in the meantime, for right now, just go ahead and notice the thought. And then what we're going to do is we're going to create a plan because it's pretty likely that if you have this habit, it's something that your brain is referring to frequently. And we want to have a plan for when it happens next time. And so the plan for next time can be a few different things. And I want you to think of it as, okay, I have this data. I know this thought keeps popping up. And 
you can choose to keep that thought, right? Like if it's something that you want to continue to think, then go ahead and do that for sure. But if you're wanting to replace it or upgrade it or up level that thought or completely transform it, then this is where it gets fun. So we get to think of a different thought to replace it. And I know that sometimes we think of this as like an affirmation and be careful with affirmations because sometimes if they are so far from what you're actually thinking internally, then your brain will resist the idea. (laughs) So if you are walking past a mirror and you are having all of these terribly negative thoughts about yourself and you choose to replace it with the thought, I am beautiful. So some of you that might work. But for others, your brain is, you're going to say that I am beautiful. And your brain is going to go, no, no, you're not. Let me tell you 20 reasons why not. And so make sure that as you're choosing a replacement, it might just be like one step up, or it might be something just totally neutral. Jodi Moore, and I think it was like so many episodes ago, but I remember her replacing the thought um, with her body saying, there's my body or something like that. It was something super neutral, right? So we're just like noticing the negativity. And if you're wanting to upgrade it, just go ahead for something neutral. Or if you want to create um, an affirmation that is a little bit more positive and that feels okay to you, then do that. So something along the lines of there I am, there's my body or something more positive, like man, you're awesome. And I love to use sarcasm. I love to use, um, like funny thoughts because I think it kind of blows through some of those habits. And that is what, um, that's what feels fun to me. And so sometimes I will put something funny in there like, dang, I am freaking awesome. (laughs) And it's just something silly, right? It's something that is going to make me giggle. It's going to make me laugh. And it's going to replace that thought even faster. So think of some of those replacement thoughts. And if you're writing down right now, then write those down, write down some ideas. So the next time that that trigger comes up, the next time that you get into that situation where you have the habitual thought, you now have a replacement for it. Another option, and you can do this in addition to replacing the thought, is taking deep breaths. And so here, what we're doing is we're utilizing the breath to literally create space within the body and to help to digest emotions. So likely, if you are picking a negative looming thought, you likely have emotions attached to that. And so by creating some space for breaths, you are um, creating space for new thoughts. You're creating space to help digest those emotions. And then my third piece of advice here is to consider and ask questions like, I wonder what a better way of thinking about this might be. So you're leaving it open-ended because man, we are so good at getting answers to questions, right? And so by asking a question, we are opening up the ability to think a new thought, to accept a new thought, to be open to the idea that we might hear a new thought that we could cling on to. So again, that question might be, I wonder what a better way of thinking about this might be because we don't always have the answers, right? And the things that I've said on here, you might be like, Those aren't going to work for me, Whitney. That's totally fine. But be open to your own intuition. Be open to your own self hearing the answers that you need by being open. 
So then the last thing that I want to mention here is that the idea that we're using this powerful brain to align with your core values means that you are conserving energy as a whole. So if you consistently have these habits within your brain that are going against your core values, what do you think that's going to feel like? It's probably going to feel pretty draining. It's probably going to feel pretty crappy. But if you are creating habits within your brain that are in alignment with your core values, you are getting to your end goal with conserving energy and in a more natural way. So you are naturally getting the results that you're looking for instead of always feeling like you're fighting your own thoughts. Do any of you have this where you're creating a new habit and then you are feeling like you are literally like side by side. There's one side of your brain that is like, yes, you got this. You're totally doing this. And then within half a second, the other side of your brain is like, you're never going to do this. You're never going to get it. It's the worst. You're the worst. (laughs) So you have like these two dueling parts of your brain. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Your brain is trying again to say like, Hey, this is the easier way. Cause I've already done it this way. And then the other side of your brain is like, let's try something new. Let's be adventurous. <laughs> and then that old side of your brain is like, nope, this is much easier. So think of it as kind of this duality in your brain that, you know, we respect both sides. We respect the system that's going on, but you also have to be aware that as you switch and as you create the habits that are in alignment with those values that you have at your core, then you begin to create internally an easier way. You are putting out there an easier way. I, when I work with clients, this happens all the time where like when we're studying our homework and we're like, Hey, what are the actionable steps for this week? Well, they'll give me an item that is like so difficult. (laughs) And I'm like, are, is this practical? Is this realistic? Do you think this is going to happen? And then like, you can just tell that there's so many pieces of their brain that is like, I will do a hundred other items before I do that one item. Then that's not the right homework for them. We want to make sure that as we're doing this, we're taking baby steps. We're creating a system step by step, just one tiny step at a time that is getting to be more in alignment with that core, that we're um, getting into that balance, that inner balance step by step. And it's a process and it takes time. But as you get in the habit of creating space and noticing those thoughts and replacing those thoughts, the system becomes easier. It becomes easier to create those changes. I will do a plug for meditation right here, man. If you are interested in meditation, I would say this is the perfect time to do it. If you are wanting to create different thoughts, if you are wanting to have a different system in place, meditation is going to help your brain to do that. I realize that's a huge claim, but man, am I serious within meditation? You're doing so many of these steps and you're creating a space and an openness for your brain to create different neural pathways. You are creating that space where your brain and your thoughts can think differently, where you aren't latching on so vigorously, so intensely to these ideas that you don't even value. And that is what we do. I mean, we take some of those values and we will just cling to them and we will defend them and we will stick to them like no other. When in reality, it's not even something that we really care about. 
So through meditation, I mean, there are so many different ways that meditation can help, but just be open to the idea that within meditation, you're practicing this system of refraining from judgment, from taking breath. Um, we're creating that space with the breath and you're becoming more present with the body and more aware of how to help digest those emotions that are coming up. And you are helping your brain to allow new amazing connections. Like going back to that question, I wonder what a better way of thinking about this might be. I know that's not a question, but (laughs) that, that pondering, I wonder what a better way of thinking about this might be. What we're doing is we're opening up, right? What an open way to think about things. And I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but like we're all wrong about so many things and you get to choose your thoughts, right? You can choose whatever thoughts you want. You don't have to choose and you don't have to change any of your thoughts, but be open to the idea that there is more information out there that we're unaware of, that we could accept, that we could collect. We're aware of truth. We're collecting truth if we're more open if we're more able to create space for new thoughts. So as you're having a conversation with someone, as you're reading a new book, um, you are open to different ideas, which means that your intuition gets to speak to you, which means that you can be impressed one way or another. If you're stuck in those habits, we're, we're closed off, right? We're only looking for the data that is supporting those habits that we already have. So there we go for today. We've got these habits. We've got this awesome brain and let's utilize them in a way that is going to be beneficial and that is going to help you out. So I hope you have a great week. Again, check us out at a tad bit crunchy on Instagram. Check out the membership, whitneybean.com, and then click on membership. For those who are local to Spokane Valley or for the Coeur d'Alene area, we have a Bloom workshop going on this month that is going to be amazing. It's at um, my good friend's incredible flower garden. It's gorgeous. And we're going to do some discussion. We're going to do some meditation. We're going to do some journaling. We're going to make some bouquets. It's going to be amazing. So you can check that out at workshops um, at the top of whitneybean.com as well. I hope you have a great week. I'm so glad that you found a tad bit crunchy. You can show your love by leaving a review and sharing the show. Reviews help the podcast to be seen by more curious and intentional women just like you. And of course, sharing the podcast is how we can help more and more folks create a natural and holistic foundation for their health. If you share on social media, be sure to tag me at Whitney Bean Coaching so I can show some love. Thanks, guys.